It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. You are Locked On Buckeyes, your daily Ohio State Buckeyes podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello darkness, my old friend. I've come to talk with you again. Yeah. Because a vision softly. Welcome in to the Locked On Buckeyes podcast. It is Monday, October 22nd. And uh, yeah, it's Monday and that's about it. Um, Beam, hello. How are you? Maddie, good morning. Central Ohio, good morning. Rest of the world who are listening to this. <laughs> good morning, good afternoon, good night, whatever you want to say. This is going to be a therapy session for me and you today. Uh, after what we had wow. experienced. And we know we like to talk Mondays uh, about our other teams, too. So let's get that out of the re- out of the way we right to? before we get to that. Because it was a really trash weekend yeah. when you look at it. A lot of hot Ravens garbage. played at 4 o'clock. They lose to the Saints. Justin, Justin Tucker, Hall of Famer, mm. misses his first extra point of his career. The Come Ravens on, lose. Bears complete a Hail Mary at the end of the game. They get all the way down to the one-yard line. Yep. They can't run another play. Time's out. The evil empire of the Patriots beat them 38-31. <laughs> to 31. If that doesn't make you mad, yeah. which I know it makes me mad, yep. Then you could go back to Saturday night and see the absolute throttling sure. of Ohio State in West Lafayette. It was gross, <sighs> man. It was terrible. It was a terrible weekend for our rooting interest beam. Oh, um, it's trash. The Buckeyes fall to the Boilermakers 49 to 20. 49 to 20. Where do you want to begin? I think. Yeah, where do you want to begin? Because I think there's so much to talk about here and not in a good light. Uh, what are you fired up about right now? I think because I, the most thing, I'm, the thing I'm most fired up about, Maddie, is this run game. We, we sat in here. We told you on Friday, this was my big key to the week. You have to establish the run game. I didn't think there would be any way, shape, form, nothing that Ohio State could be worse running the ball than they were throughout the first seven weeks of the year will tickle me stupid. They were much worse. They averaged 1.8 yards per carry this past weekend. And it just, like, I just, I I don't, I physically can't understand it how, you know, we've talked about it for seven weeks now. And it really started about three weeks ago uh, when you go back and you look at that Penn State game and maybe Mm -hmm. we were fooled by that atmosphere and maybe we were fooled just by saying the Penn State's defense how came to play. How good is Penn State, though? I don't know. I just watched them battle out with Indiana. I don't know. I don't know how good Penn State is. How good is, is TCU? They I just got wiped out of the floor, off the floor, by Oklahoma. Right, exactly. That's what I'm saying. So then I think you need to take a deep look at yourself in the mirror and say that this is an Ohio State team right now that is getting outworked physically. Huh. Uh, we were sending out warning flares all last week, and if you didn't want to believe it, then shame on you, but we were sending out the warning all week, telling you to watch out for David Blau, watch yep. out for Rondale Moore. Yep. This defense is pretty good. Um, they're a pretty good run defense. Maybe you can litter them through the air. Well, guess what? Everything came to fruition. Ohio State walks out of West Lafayette 49-20 to 20 losers. First, first loss in the mm-hmm. loss column this year. But it all starts with the running game to me. When you are a power running team 
for the past however many years that Urban Meyer has been here. You are a power running team and you cannot establish the run game. Gross. You have Mike Weber and J.K. Dobbins who didn't even get 80 yards combined on the ground. Yeah. You have those two guys back there and they know they don't do that. Well, sorry about it. You deserve to lose the game. No, I agree with everything you just said, and we did talk a ton about it last week, that offensively, this Ohio State team has shown signs recently of not being able to throw people out of the club and win the battle down in the mosh yep. pit. And this was another game of them getting handled down in the trenches on both sides of the ball. But we'll talk about the offense right now. We'll get to the defense in the second block since that's where we're at right now. When you have guys like Mike Weber, J.K. Dobbins, when you have arguably the biggest offensive line in the entire country, and you come out of that game, like you said, with less than 80 yards total, 76 Mm -hmm. is exactly what they had. That, to me, is a lack of, hey, we got some dog in us. Yeah. And right now, I'm not seeing dog from anybody. Pups. From anybody on the offense, on the defense. We are the guys that are going to come out, show some emotion. Where's the offensive lineman that's going to come out, drive a a guy into the ground, maybe get a late call, a bad penalty? Where is that stuff at? I don't see any of that. And what's surprising to me is that we've seen this from Urban's teams throughout history. All his teams have had dogs on them. Even the teams here at Ohio State. Think about the Von Bells. Think about the Darren Lees. Think about the Chris Worley's to where they were out there and they were alpha type of cats. And on this team right now, I'm sorry, I'm not seeing it. And when you can't move Purdue off the ball, that is, it's more than trouble now. It's more than trouble. When you look at what's coming down the pipes here on this schedule and the way what I watched happen in East Lansing this weekend with those two defenses and what they've been doing. Licking their chops. Licking their chops. And with Higdon running the ball six straight games, 100 plus, with LJ Scott finally coming back, him getting healthy, they're going to figure that thing out. They're going to be a damn good team by the time you play, by the time the Buckeyes play them. But just getting back to what we saw Saturday, minus the run game, Dwayne Haskins throwing the ball 73 times? 73 times. Now, look, that's not on him. That's what's being called. And that's game script stuff. He's got to do exactly what the coaches are saying. This team had to try to wait to uh, climb back into the game. But you're Ohio State, right? And I understand you got this all-world quarterback right now. He's got an all-world arm. He is an absolute monster. I get it. But you're throwing the ball 73 times against Purdue. That's a huge, huge issue. You should be able to line up and punch these dudes in the mouth. Now, on the flip side of this, my problem is I don't know where they go from here, Beam, because now we have a handful of games to where I think this is who they are. I'm not going to come. I don't think they're going to come out of this bye week. Now, maybe you get Nebraska. Look, they're an inferior opponent. Their defense is nowhere near what Purdue's is, at least. They got a respectable offense. We'll get to that next week. But I'm not expecting, just like the defense, I'm not expecting huge change moving forward because of the opponents that they have to play. The two, arguably, the two best defenses in the country, Michigan State not the and Michigan, in the country, the country, are still on deck. Yeah. And you can't muster up 100 yards rushing against Purdue. This is a terrible problem. If you're a Buckeye fan, you should be very concerned. You shouldn't be thinking anything about playing in the college football playoff. You shouldn't even be thinking right now about playing an indie right no. now, in my opinion. This team's got big, big problems, and it came to bite them. You keep playing with fire officially, eventually you're going to get burnt, and right now Ohio State's butt is burnt on the bye week. You nailed it. That's the most, I think, the most disheartening thing uh, about watching this team, Maddie, is that you know there's so much talk every single week and every single game that you go into about how 
you know, Ohio State's the better team. You know, they're the better team on paper, the better team on the field, and, you know, 85 90% of the time, that's true. Sure. And I think what happened on Saturday night is that, you know, the the warnings were not heated. You went into that game thinking, yeah, Purdue's 3-3. Three and three. They were beaten by an Eastern Michigan team. No big deal. We're Ohio State. We're the big, bad silver bullets. We get the Buckeye leaves. We look good in our uniforms, man. That's all Doesn't that matters. Matter. We get the cool gloves, matters. the cool Nike stuff, yep. cool cleats. We look good. So we're going to go out there and we're going to roll Purdue. Guess what? You got punched right in the damn jaw. <laughs> got your key t- teeth kicked in. You got punched in the jaw. You went down to the canvas. And I think the most frustrating part, too, Maddie, is that you had so many trips to the red zone. You had three trips to the red zone that ended in field goals. All right. right? You just, it, it was 21 to six at the end of the third quarter. Now, an Ohio State team that gives up at the end of the third quarter, I just, it, it's, it's unbelievable to me that you go in there and you throw in that performance. You're not done. You're not dead after yeah. the third quarter. But what does Purdue do? Purdue goes out there in the fourth quarter and p- plants 28 points. All up in your face in the fourth quarter, in a quarter which you needed to win yeah. in the most severe way, and they beat you by the biggest margin you've gotten beat in a quarter all year. 28 to 14 was the score in the fourth quarter. Mm. You do the math there. You score touchdowns. You're still in that game. Yep. 28 to 14 in the fourth quarter. You let them score four touchdowns on you in the fourth quarter. Now, I'm not the kind of guy who is going to sit here and say Ohio State has all the problems in the world. I give credit to where credit is due mm-hmm. and give credit to Jeff Brom and that coaching staff because they saw a glaring weakness on the Ohio State run game, and what did they do? They stopped it. They made Dwayne Haskins pass. They got in his face. They got pressure to him. They made him feel very uncomfortable. Same thing we saw in the first half of the game against Penn State. Exactly. The same thing. And so you're going in the locker room, what was it, 14-6 to at halftime? I believe it was. I think it was 14-6 to at halftime. They, no, it was 14-3. Um, to Three. Okay, so 14 to 3. three. Two touchdowns, 7 yeah. to 7 here for Purdue, one touchdown, and then they had three points That's right. going in the half. Oh, Four, did. 14 to 3. You're down 11 points. So then, you know, my fickle thinking this whole year has been well, you know, they've made it in game adjustments. They've made halftime adjustments. Yeah. It's going to be a whole second half. What happens? Purdue comes right out, throws you to the Wolves, boom, bang, done. Game is dusted. Mm-hmm. So a hat tip to Jeff Brom and the Purdue coaching staff. A hat, hat tip to David Blau, Rondale Moore, and company yeah. for kicking Ohio State's ass. We'll get to them here in the next block, but I think you brought up a good point about the red zone stuff because that goes back to what I was talking about. That is, you know how in the NBA everybody talks, well, you got, that guys don't play defense, guys don't play. It's a will. It's a want to. Sure. When you're down in the red zone and you're Ohio State and you got the monsters that they, get, they have on the O-line and these two running backs, it's a want to to get in there. Sure. Purdue should not be keeping you out of the paint. It should not be happening. So, look, overall, right now, offensively, I'm still not overly concerned about them as a whole because I do think you can get into some games and you can, you know, get by barely with this passing game that Ohio State does sure. have. Because uh, you had another good game from KJ Hill over 100 yards. I thought Benjamin Victor another was pretty good as Dwayne. well. Another game from Dwayne. So yeah. look, those guys will be okay. I think that wide receiver room is the room that has to rally this team together because yeah. that's the veteran lead. That's the group of veteran-led um, guys in that room, led by Brian Hartline. So what we're going to do here is I think we got to come back after we talk about Vivacy's beam and talk about this defense, right? Because we sent out the warning signals about this Shooting offense from players all, all week, last week for two weeks. Yeah. We have. For two weeks, we have. I'll let you know about Vivid Seats here. Look, we all love a night out on the town. If you need tickets to a game, anything, go to Vivid Seats. Check them out. It's an online event ticket marketplace dedicated to providing fans of live entertainment 
with experiences that last a lifetime. With Vivid Seats, listeners can watch their favorite teams and artists perform in person. Vivid Seats helps fans find their seats to any of their favorite live events, including sports, concerts, theater, and more. Go to the App Store, Google Play, and download the Vivid Seats app. Enter promo code Locked On to receive $20 off your $200 or more as a new customer of Vivid Seats. We'll be right back to talk about the defense in the last block. We'll play some urban. This is Locked On Buckeyes, your team every day. So, Rondale Moore... I don't know what more we need to say about him. Uh, there's nothing. Because we told no. you guys for two weeks straight what this guy was going to do. I said he's going to have at least 130. He went, Seth, sorry, I'm going for 170. Yeah, sorry And two about touchdowns. Mm-hmm. Um, he's as dyma- dynamic as a playmaker as there is in the country. So you have to give them credit because he is that good. This isn't just all Ohio State being that bad, even though right now they are that bad defensively. But Rondell Moore will be playing on Sundays in a couple years. He is that good. But I think the thing that really surprised me is DJ Knox. Yeah. Yep. 16, 128, mm. three TDs. Now, wow. here, here, here's the killer. Eight point yards a carry. Eight flat per carry. I mean. <laughs> a you- carry. Like, when is the last time we've seen an, an Ohio State D-line and linebacker crew get gashed all year long like this never, by running backs? Never. I, I've been on Matty. I was born... You were born in what, 1991? I was born in 1992. I have never in my entire life seen a a front seven. Really, you know what? I'm not even going to say front seven. I've never seen an 11-man unit. This is a, this is a team sport. I'm not going to single out position groups. Sure. An 11-man unit who is supposed to be back there, and you got a bunch of four- and five-star guys. Yeah, that's all said and good. But where is the desire? You have a guy in DJ Knox who goes for a buck 28 and averages eight yard per carry. This team, Purdue, looked like the Ohio State offense. You got David Blau going out there, throwing for 376, three touchdowns, no picks, 128 from Knox all over the place, three touchdowns. That is crazy. And Ohio State defense, you go into West Lafayette, they made this game a primetime game on a reason. If you thought you were going to go in there and wipe the field with this Purdue Boilermakers team, you are dead wrong. This team was a good team, Maddie. A good team. A solid team. A lack of preparation, a lack of will, a lack of desire, a lack of panic to win the line of scrimmage costs you the ball game. I don't know what it is with this team this year but I'm not seeing edge, and that's what's bothering me. Yeah, It seems like everybody is so complacent. I could be dead wrong because I'm not in that building. Of course. But not. I'm just calling it how I see it. And now that we've got, what, eight games of evidence here? Yeah. I'm not seeing a team that's coming out every week that just wants to destroy people. And it's so unfortunate because Everything that you play for was right in front of you before Saturday. Even with all the problems that we laid out, doesn't matter. Did not matter. You had a donut in the right column, and that's what really matters. Because the committee has shown it doesn't matter how soft your schedule is, and if you're Ohio State and you recruit the way you do, they're going to give you the benefit of doubt because they know you have the talent on your roster. So that's why this is so unfortunate. And now you're talking about being two years in a row. You have roadblocks here from teams that shouldn't be roadblocking you to sure. where you need to be. And during that roadblock, it was a beatdown. It's not even... This, this a, isn't even... Sorry, Beam. This isn't them throwing a Hail Mary to yeah, beat no. you. This isn't DJ Knox running off some crazy 80-yard run to win the game in the last five seconds of the game. This is you being dominated from halftime on. Like you said, 28 points in the third quarter? Yeah. That's, to me, 
you checking out and you giving up at the end of the game. That's inexcusable. Ohio State should never give up 28 points to Purdue in the third quarter of a game. It should not happen. I don't care how talented they are. You overall, top to bottom, have more talent than they do. Also, another thing that I want to point out that we pointed out last week. Jeff Brom, we knew he's a creative mind. Of course he is. What happens on one of their touchdown passes? Rondell Moore drops a third and one slant, whatever it was. Oh, they're going to set up for a field goal. Actually, no, we're not. We're going to get the fake field goal. What happens on the next play? Rondell Moore touchdown. Like all of these things are things that you should know are coming if you're Ohio State. You right. should know that Jeff Brom is going to put all of his cards on the table. They have nothing to lose. How you get caught with your pants down on the fake field goal down when they're in almost in the red zone area, actually in the red zone, Sure, that stuff's on the coaching staff. It can't happen. One more thing, Beam, these linebackers, where they're being positioned, what is going on with that? Why are our linebackers so close to the line of scrimmage all the time? I, I don't, don't understand what is going on? There's so many questions and there's so many things that they have to get fixed that I don't see how this team walks out of this season with a not having another loss. I don't. I can't see how that's not going to happen. No, I can't either. It's just you know, it, it, I talk so much on this podcast and you know on the show that I do about confidence. Tell and them where this, they can hear you. They can hear. Yeah, I host the Buckeye Show on ninety-seven point one The Fan every weeknight except for Mondays from six to eight. Um, so you can check us out if you want. Me and Timmy Hall, we talk everything Buckeyes. So, you know, we'll be getting into that this week. But it just, I, I talk so much about confidence and how confidence is key to everything. And I truly believe that this was an Ohio State team that you could see this coming from a mile away. You know, we talked about it. You know, we talked about there was a possibility that Jeff Brom uh, and everyone would call the perfect game plan and maybe Purdue gets out you know, with a win. Mm -hmm. I did not see this coming. I did not see a 49 to 20 loss, a 29 point loss on the road against a team who was three and three. Like I said, give credit to all, give all the credit in the world to Purdue because they had a hell of a game plan and they executed and they came out and they absolutely punched Ohio state in the jaw and Ohio state went down to the canvas, but the confidence, Maddie, the confidence was shattered. You go into that fourth quarter and that game is still what? 21 to six. I think You, you still had a shot to win that game late uh, you had a shot to come back and maybe set yourselves up. Okay, this is what we need to do. We're going to have four more possessions. We need to score on every one. We need a defensive stop. But that's not what happened. This is an Ohio State defense that I think, you know, maybe with, with the, the news last week that Nick Bosa was going to be out. See, I, I don't, I, I don't want to hear that. That's, no, no, no. no. I, you know, I'm, I'm saying that, you know, this this entire thing, uh, with with that cloud over them, okay. I I really I truly thought that this was going to be a defense that said, "Listen, our man is gone. Work in the we other need, direction. We right. need, I'm we with need you. to look ourselves yep. in the mirror. Our guy is gone. Yep. We need to step up." Yes, but it went exactly the opposite way, it and did. I think their confidence was absolutely shattered. Yeah. And I don't know why. We told you, everybody who was in Columbus, who was in any sort of football circles, yep. Maddie, was telling you that this was a Purdue team that can beat you. It was and- the perfect style of fight for them. Of course it was. For them it was perfect. They got they get the they get the play against a juggernaut team or what we what, what was perceived as juggernaut, a as a juggernaut yeah. team before this weekend and they had the perfect formula of having a great offense. Yep. A great offense. And you know like the one thing college athletics to me and this is why stuff like this really drives me nuts when you have losses like this is of course you're going to have let down games. 
but you don't have letdown games like this. No, not this like is that. two years in a row where yeah. Iowa, Purdue, where you just get demolished by teams that are nowhere near on your level, and you just recruit at such a high level. The talent is there. We don't see this from Bama. You don't see Bama laying eggs to anybody in no. their conference. That, to the you know Mississippi State, to the world. I know they're good right now, but the last couple of years, teams like that sure. that have been Vandy. middle of the road, you don't yeah. see Come them on. laying. It's not even close when they play those teams. As a matter of fact, they played Tennessee this week. I watched that game. It was 28-0 to zero in the first quarter. Right. Okay? Like, they don't have letdowns. I don't understand this. And I'm getting even more worked up talking about it because you just see every single winner. We talk about all these cats that are just so good or coming out of high school. And for some reason, Beam, the last couple years, it's not translating to them being dominant. And when you look at the teams that we compare Ohio State to, the Bamas, the Clemsons, more times than not, they don't ever have letdowns like this. Sure. It doesn't happen. And I can't put my finger on why. No, why I, I, I don't know. I just It's so frustrating. And we talk about... You know, we can talk about everything that we want to when it comes down to coaching and scheme and putting people sure. in the wrong position. But at the end of the day, if you're not tougher than the man across from you, and if that person has more panic to win that play he's more than you do, too. he's on scholarship, and that's what happened. Purdue worked Ohio State, yeah. absolutely gave him a beat down. Let me tell you about Sling TV, Please Maddie. Do. You don't want to watch the game. Well, in our instances, <laughs> you don't really want to watch the game, but you need to watch the game. Are you sick and tired of paying for 20 channels that you never watch and you just want to see your team win or lose, depending on the outcome? Sling TV is the best way to watch college football. For $30 a month, you can watch ES. ESPN, Pac-12, SEC, Big Ten, and more. Stream it on your big screen, all of your favorite devices. Sling TV gives you live TV that you love, except better. No useless channels, no long-term contracts, no hidden fees, and you can cancel it at any time. Sign up for Sling TV and get a seven-day free trial. Our Locked On listeners can get your seven-day free trial by going to sling.com slash locked on. That's S-L-I-N-G dot com slash locked on. Go to Sling TV and check our guys out. You are Locked On Buckeyes, available on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or tell Alexa or Google to play podcasts Locked On. Don't worry, I won't finish. You get the idea. All right, well, let's check in with the head honcho of this crew, and that's Urban Meyer. If you didn't know, um, now you know. But I just, in watching him on the sideline and just watching his emotions, yeah, it's all over the place. Sure it is. It's all over the place, and I'm sitting there wondering – I understand He's that it's emotional, but I think yeah. like you kind of want to reel that in a little bit. Sure. Just a little bit because you don't want to see your guys. It's a, It can affect the team. It really can affect the team where they see the head guy in charge and he's remo- he's emotional. He's down and out. That's something that I think maybe you should just take a step back with that a little bit, especially if you got young guys like Ohio State as playing. But I'm not using that excuse. I don't want to hear that crap. So here's Urban Meyer talking about um, just how surprising this was. I thought we were going to come out here and play our tails off. and uh, And I think – you know, we had opportunities to get right back in it, and every time you thought we were going to swing and get back in it, you didn't score in the red zone, you turn over it, have a turnover, or we give up a big hit. Yeah, so look, the big hit's right there at the end. DJ Knox at the end of the game. Look, they're trying to run the clock out. Of course. And he's gashing you. They're they're not even really trying to do That's much. That's a will to win. Right, exactly. That's what that is. And they're just getting pushed around, and they won the battle in the mosh pit, no doubt about it. Here's Irvin talking about uh, the injuries adding to the struggles. Number one thing you got to find out about the health of our team. And that's that's hard to do right now when you to make drastic changes when you're dealing with uh, a banged up football team. Okay, but I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, Bean, but I did see Jonathan Cooper, BB Landers, Draymond Jones. I, I did see those guys out there. I They're saw, all out there. Look, I know Damon yeah. Arnett wasn't. He didn't play in this game. Damon Arnett's a solid corner. Does Damon Arnett completely change the outcome of this game? No. I don't think so because when Not he's been out effort. there, yeah. he's been a part of the problem sometimes. Sure. So no, I, I just with the injury stuff. Look, I get it. But I'm watching some of the elite teams in the country roll out true freshmen, and those guys are playing at a high level, okay? 
Like, you should be able to do that. That that should be happening here, and we're just not seeing it. So the injury stuff, while I know it's a real thing, this isn't Penn State or this isn't Sparty. We are not as deep uh, recruiting-wise where it gets relatively thin after the two deep right. and things like that. No, that, that's not the case here. You got guys that can come in and make impacts right away, and for, for whatever reason on defense, it's just not happening. Yeah, you just – that's why, you know, I'm sitting here – and the more and more we talk about this, Maddie, the more and more it's harder for me to find to find right? words for like what exactly happened. Like you go back, this is the same exact thing that happened against Iowa. Every college football team is banged up. That's the sport. That's the way it goes. You're in week eight. You're yep. in the middle of the season. I know. I know it's tough. You yes. know, I know your body's hurting. I know that your calves are hurting. I know that your hammies are sore. I know your arms are sore. Everything. Everybody is going through those pains. But when you strap it up and you put on you know that scarlet and gray jersey, and you put on that helmet, and you're raring and ready to go. To go out there and absolutely lay a goose egg, I mean, even if Damon Arnett's hurt, you know, whatever. It's just you have to step up. Yeah. And that's where Ohio State wins these battles so many times, Maddie, because we talk about it so much. It's the next man up mentality. All right, I get it. I get it. Your guys are hurt. You know, that's tough for you to lose Damon Arnett for this game. All mm-hmm. right, that's tough. There's no way around it. Yeah, that sucks. Step up, please. You have to make plays because yes. Purdue's not sitting there feeling sorry for you that Damon Arnett's not. missing the game. Of course, all right. Not. You need to step your level up again. Yep. And what do they do? They absolutely fell down a well. And who knows what's going to happen the remainder of the year with the rest of this team? Uh, what do you got? Michigan State. You got Michigan. Uh, you got Nebraska. You got Maryland left in your schedule. I mean, I know that you're seven and one right now, and you still technically have everything in front of you. But the way that Michigan and Michigan State played this oh. weekend, you're telling me this team's going to go and score 35 points Ain't on them without happen. a run game? Ain't There's no happen. chance. Ain't There's no happen. chance. Here's Urban talking about that lack of run game. When I look up at the board, I see the rushing yardage again, and, and we're just going to, you know, we just got to get something going. You can't just you throw for 400 yards and then, uh, you know, that's worked a few times. But down the stretch here, we got to get some run game. You're not going to scare anybody. Why didn't it happen this week? Though? That's, that's what my, we need that's, to know. That's my question. Yeah. Why did not? Why did that not Again. happen this week? You you hemorrhaged yards. You, you you averaged two and a half yards per carry against Minnesota. This should have been red alert week for Ohio I State. Know. I'm with it you. It should have been. I, this was a team, Maddie, who can't get anything going on the ground. Right. And if you're thinking, well, we can just get to the bye week. We'll be fine after that. We'll fix it. Stop it. That's you're not how yourself. college football works, man. If you don't bring your A game every single week you will get burnt like a piece of toast yes. and that's exactly what happened you're fooling yourself last one here from urban before we get out of here here is urban talking about can this you know stuff be fixed we have good players good coaches and we're gonna get to work uh we lost a game last year and came right back so we have good guys and we're gonna work our you know what's off and get, get this thing right Let's listen to the tone we have good players good coaches and we're gonna get to work uh we lost a game last year and came right back so you have good guys, and we're going to work our, you know, what's off and get, get this thing right. You remember when James Franklin came to the podium after a Ohio State game? Sure. I don't need that, but I need more than that. I need more. I, I need, need more some, than I, that. I need somewhere in the middle. I need more than that. Yeah, we've got good good players. We've got a good, I mean, good coaching staff. This. Come on. We have good players, good coaches, and we're going to get to work. Uh, we lost a game last year and came right back. So, you have good guys, and we're going to work our – you know what's off and get, get this thing right. Now, look, maybe I'm looking way too deep into this. It's overreaction Monday. We're allowed to. But just the fire from everybody. Like, can I just get more? 
Can I just get more? I understand that like, Dwayne Haskins is calm, cool, and collected, and that's the kind of player that he, he can is. Be, JT was the same way. But you need those guys to light a fire under your asses, and Ohio State is not getting that at the no, moment. they're not getting that at the moment, and it's just driving me nuts because I can live with L's, you going out there and busting your tail. I can sure. live with that. Me too. But what I see is just there's no juice. There is no juice around this you gave, team. You gave up. And Yeah, and that's what I saw. From the third quarter on, I saw a team that gave up. So, look. There's a ton of problems that have to be fixed. Beam and I will get into that throughout the week. we got a ton to get to throughout the bye week. Um, but just right now, Beam, it's just so disappointing that we're coming in here on a Monday with a team that is just so overly talented. Yep. And they laid another egg two years in a row to an inferior opponent on the road. I just, I'm at a loss for words because I can't. Like, I can't think of any logical reason why this continues to happen. No. This I, is I three years either. in a row. I mean, Clemson, look, you get wiped in, you know, wiped off out Deshaun of the gym Watson by them, I, fine, okay. whatever. That guy's he's a beast, right? So you get that. But two years in a row to guys that you shouldn't even be competing Baker with. Baker Mayfield last year, got Fine. It. Understand okay. that. He's the number one overall pick, okay? We're good on that. But these type of cats, man, it is just unacceptable. Um yeah, I'm done for today. Yeah, me too. I mean, the only <laughs> thing that I can say is a hat tip to Purdue. Yeah. A hat tip to their environment. Sure. A hat tip to their running game. A hat tip to their passing game. Yep. Their rush defense, pass defense, everything. They deserve it. About it. They Jeff deserve Brom, it. congratulations, because that, yep. my friend, is a hell of a legacy win there. So Booster. good job for Purdue. That's yeah. all I've all, all I've got to say. Hat tip to those guys. Great job for Purdue. No urban presser today. So we'll be back and uh, we'll just continue to talk about these Buckeyes, where we think they're headed. We'll focus on the Big Ten, maybe talk about some of you know, the long-term stuff that we see coming down the pipes. But uh, no, this is disappointing. I'm sure all you Buckeye fans listening are very disappointed, as you should be, because the team that you thought um, could play for a national championship, that does not look like it's going to happen. We'll be back tomorrow. Thanks for listening to the Locked On Buckeyes podcast. Hey, Prime members, you can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.